we're here for NFL Week 12, Jake. After Week 11, I, I think it's going to be impossible to follow that up. Yeah, Lord, we were a drop pass away from a perfect week. I mean, God, yeah, see, that was that was a lot of fun. That was a fun ride. It was. Uh, there were uh, overall sides went six and one. Uh, we gave away, I believe, two of the A grades on show, and so you'll see the A grades went four and zero. Oh. The show sides went four and one. We didn't go eight and one because there were two doubles, so, so six and one there, three and zero oh in the totals. Jake, it's funny. I was thinking about that. I, we, I like the Chiefs' defense, and we were kind of debating, I think, between Chiefs as a B grade or the under under hits. And again, like you said, one dropped pass, and there were a lot of drop passes and a lot of issues with the Chiefs from from hitting that one. Still an incredible week that you could see all that green. I don't even know what there is to say. If you're with us on YouTube, it's just a, a sea of green there. Yes. Totals have been doing well here everywhere, it seems like. Uh, A-grade sides here are just killing it. Um, I, I, there, there's nothing else much to say, so I'll, I will I will just sit in the, the, the glory of that and ask you, Jake, we're, we're closing it on Thanksgiving here. If it, We're going to have a quick show. Uh, if if you are looking to get away from crazy family, which we all have a little bit of crazy family, right? I, I feel like we can't help people because I feel like the excuse, I got to go watch picks with the professor. I just don't know if that would fly with many significant others, parents, kids, whoever it may be, right? Like, I I don't know if that holds any weight. Do, do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, we're not there yet. One we're day, there. one day we will be. One day. So we're going to keep this short and Sweet, because either A, you're in the boat of you want to get the content in, you want to know what's going on with the NFL here, and we got to move on with life, uh, or you want the distraction, but I'm just not sure we're the people to help you out. But if you need the distraction, you need to get away, you know, may the odds ever be in your favor in that quest, because it can always be fun. Here's three games that we're going to cover, a Thursday, two Sundays. And again, just as a reminder before we get going, there is a QR code there, promo code as well. Uh, Link in the show description to save $5 off your first month at Dub Club. Get all the extra picks, all the extra totals in NFL, college football, college basketball, all the content you could ever dream of, and all the information so that you can make smarter decisions. There's a lot of people there who don't necessarily tail every single pick we do, but they use the information, combine it with other information to try to make better bets, whatever level and style of better you are. There's a lot of great information over there. Give it a shot. $5 off your first month with that code. Otherwise, though, again, we'll get to it. Try to make this a really quick show. Washington and Dallas on Thanksgiving. Obviously, there's three games. The lines on these are pretty well set for most of these games, I think. Part of the reason why is they know they take a lot of bets. So the more bets they take, the more scrutiny they give, the more they think about it before just hanging something. But let's say they don't think about it, right? But but they're really focused in on all these numbers. And I think for the most part, a lot of the Thanksgiving lines are great. So my advice for people on these Thanksgiving day games is, is A, there's a lot of good college basketball. If you want, we can help you out as well over there. Cousin Jerry and I will have a show covering some of those games. We'll have a ton of picks over on Dub Club. But most of the NFL, I would scale back your wagers on because I think the lines are, they've been scrutinized well enough. They're all looking relatively good in my opinion. I'm not sure there's a ton of value. This is the one game where I think there's a little bit of value on Washington at Dallas. The model says Dallas by 18.3. Sideline has the Cowboys as the third best team in football. The best offense, and my goodness, that offense is clicking at this point. The defense is okay, boosted by the fact that they 
have one guy with five pick sixes, which is incredible. Four or five, one or the other. And so, I mean, <laughs> you got just a lot going your way if you're the Cowboys. There was a little shakiness early in the season. They dipped kind of more in like the fifth or sixth ranked team. Now they're back up to number three, getting close to number one. That kind of changes day in and day out, depending on as I run the injury report, because there are some key players that are always hobbled for any given team. We know they're good. We know Washington isn't good. Obviously, Washington just lost to the Giants. I think there's value in this number. Laying the 12 with Dallas, it's a B-grade pick for us because of the fact that when you look at Washington's schedule, they've played a lot of teams close, but when you dive into it, they got blown out by the Bills. They got blown out by the Bears. Uh, and I, honestly, I'm going to call losing by 12 to the Giants get, at home getting blown out because that's bad. <laughs> and, and so that's three of their seven losses were blowouts. One of them was against the Giants in like DeVito's first game or that was a game I think Tyrod got hurt and, and they like it was right right around the week after whatever I mean they, they were hurting for a quarterback there one of them they did play the Seahawks close that was a good game um they played the Eagles close twice historically they've always played them close I don't know what that is I don't know if there's anything there that's kind of weird but I just don't know if there's much to be said for they've had some close losses I don't think there's anything magically that helps them hang around on average because the data knows that they've done that in games and they've also got smoked in some games, especially against some teams that they shouldn't have. Again, losing by 20 to the Bears at home, losing by 12 to the Giants at home isn't good. So if this team has played some close games, absolutely. And I'm not saying they can't play a close game here. We just think on average, it's more likely we see a blowout than not. And so really the 12 with Dallas, obviously you'd love something like 10, but model thinks this can get ugly. And with the way the Cowboys have been playing lately, it seems like every game they play against anybody who's not a top tier team gets ugly. Jake Dallas minus 12, our best pick for Thanksgiving. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'll absolutely love this play. I mean, Dallas offense is just going nuts. And if they get anything out of Tony Pollard, it is that makes that offense just a buzzsaw because I mean, they're, they're putting up numbers without really a running game. And then once he gets going, it's really hard to stop it. I mean, you can see as the, Offense was 130 going against the defense of 130. That's it's going to set up for a lot of points for Dallas. Uh, and not and then Dallas's defense is good and they're very opp opportunistic forcing turnovers and things. Uh, so I mean, Sam Howell is good, but I mean, you're throwing Micah Parsons against a terrible, uh, paper thin line, so he's probably going to be on his back mostly night. And Robinson is a decent running back, but. The line can't block. He's not great enough to make it on his own. I just don't see where what where Washington has any kind of advantage that they can flex over. I don't think they're going to be able to hold the ball away from uh, Dallas, and I think Dallas can't help but score on this on this terrible Washington defense. Yeah, I mean, you put it out really well there. Dallas, an offensive grade of 130 versus Washington, 130. Higher means more points. These are exactly two standard deviations better and then worse than league average. It's a four center deviation difference. I mean, that's wild. The Giants, I think, had the previous worst defense until last weekend, and now the Washington's taken over from that. And just to talk about the Giants playing the Cowboys, the Cowboys got 40 on them the first night, 49 uh, here in, in week 10. So, I mean, it, it, it kind of sets up to be the same thing. And, and again, you never know one game. There are always off games. But I mean, the, the, the Cowboys probably should have scored more than 23 against Philadelphia with all the crazy goal line stops that was in that game and, and chances they had. But but they got 33 last week 
against Carolina, a Carolina team whose defense is probably is better than their offense. 49 against the Giants, 43 against the Rams. Coming out of that bye, this Cowboys team has looked really good. And they had three blowout wins before that as well. So you had three out of four games where the Cowboys looked a little bit rough there from weeks three to six. But otherwise, this team looks really good. Again, every team will have off weeks. That's why we always talk about keeping our, our bets realistic because as much as we loved going eight and one last week, we kept our bets realistic and that made us a very good profit. But we, we, I would say we can't win every week. It seems like we almost are with the NFL, but you just never know on these one-offs. So, so we, we tempered the expectations of that, but we still think Dallas minus 12 worth an investment. Uh, Jake, one last question for you here. Teasers are kind of a thing in the NFL. The best teaser we know gets through three and seven. Some books like Bet Online, one of the ones we recommend using, the sign up link for that if you're not with them is in the show description. It's an offshore, uh, but they always have some of the best money line prices. They have some of the smallest juice. So it's a great book to have. Bet Online charges you a nickel more for every leg of your teaser that goes through three and seven because they know how, how valuable it is. This is one where I think a lot of people might be eyeing a teaser. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to think about here while I'm talking to some of the other games, if you have another leg of a teaser, preferably on Thursday for people, what you might like, because dropping Dallas from 12 down to six makes a lot of sense. Maybe you already have one off the top of your head. Uh, if not, I'll give you the rest of to think about another teaser leg for Thursday for people who like to do that sort of thing. I mean, off, off the top of my head, I would think teasing San Francisco down just, mm-hmm. just to win, basically to win if you're doing six point or you could even do a threezer, three, threezer, really uh, uh, three, <laughs> <laughs> Three point teaser, right? Get it, get uh, Dallas to nine so that you get that double digit win, and then uh, a four point with uh, San Francisco is what I would be looking at if, if I was doing a teaser like that. I have to imagine a lot of people will be doing a three team teaser this weekend with Detroit, Dallas, and San Francisco. And I don't think that's the craziest thing to do, to be honest. I usually I tell people, look, the three team teaser sounds great, but one of them blows it somehow. You're getting Detroit basically to win, San Francisco basically to win, and then Dallas to win by touchdown or more. Like that seems, I don't know, something to think about, right? That may be something I sprinkle a little bit on because like it, it seems like it's pretty good, and we're getting through a lot of the right numbers here. Maybe not, it's not perfect. It's not the perfect, it's pretty good one here. Uh, so something to think about for, for teaser action for Thanksgiving because otherwise it's it's tougher to lay the points of the other teams for, for different reasons. But Dallas is the one we think we really should. Uh, enough of that game, enough of Thanksgiving. Uh, we do have a game Friday. We're going to skip past that and go to Sunday at 1 p.m. New Orleans and Atlanta. Jake, we got three A-grade picks as of now. We'll see if we have more later uh, coming for all of our people on Dub Club. Of the three that we have now, I gave you the choice of whichever one you want to talk about, whichever one you like the most, this is the one you pick, New Orleans and Atlanta. For me, this breaks down to New Orleans is competent and has a good defense. Atlanta defense looks worse and worse by the week, probably because their offense keeps putting them in terrible situations. I think it's like Carolina. I'm not really sure their defense is that bad, but when your offense just gets nothing going for you, it's just really hard. And and the Jets defense is doing a great job of surviving their offense doing nothing. But then you saw last week, the wheels came off of that and and it's difficult. I think that's what's happening, but it's both Carolina and Atlanta. They're back to Desmond Ritter. I don't know. I just love fading Desmond Ritter at this point. He's just not a good quarterback. The Saints are an okay team. Minus 110 seems like a steal. I locked this in personally on FanDuel here last night when I got into uh, Indiana here at minus 102. So around even money is even better. But either way, a minus 110 in a lot of places, a great value. And Jake, your favorite of the weekend in the NFL. Tell us more. Yeah, Atlanta's offense is just so rough, and it's put their defenses in bad positions. And going back to Ritter is 
not it's not great because that's I mean, a choice. New Orleans, who has a, has a good defense, can just stack the box, right? Because that and take all the weapons Atlanta has with Bijan Robinson and Algier and Cordero Patterson. You can just kind of almost take them out of the game, um, but going eight nine in the box and saying, "Okay, Ritter, see if you can make it anywhere near Drake London or Kyle Pitts." I just he doesn't have the arm. I mean, his best weapon is probably running the ball, and that's not going to work out too well. Um, the, the Saints have a decent enough offense that has the talent to be really good with Kamara and Alave and Carr and Taysom Hill. Um, they've shown flashes of it this year. I think they're going to be able to take advantage of some weak points in the Atlanta defense and really, really kind of lay it to Atlanta here. Both of these teams are coming off of a buy, so I don't really think there's an advantage there. You might have some interesting total situations on this because I don't know, and this is where if you you know you could speculate or if you have the inside knowledge or you follow the teams, you might hear reports. You might hear about one team working more on something else than something else, right? Offense or defense. So that's kind of something to think about for the total, how that plays out. But either way, both teams should get a small boost coming out of the buy. So that's kind of neither here nor there. The three weeks before the buy, Atlanta allowed. 28 to the Titans, and that seems impossible to do. They allowed 31 to the Vikings, and I believe that was Dobbs. And Dobbs, he's a fun story. He's just an okay quarterback. That's Vikings with almost no running back, no Jefferson. Like that, that seems like barely holding like 31 in. And he gave up um, 25 to the Cardinals. I believe that was Kyler Murray's first game back. And, and, and he doesn't, and that and James Conner wasn't around, I believe, in that game. I believe he came back for the first time last week. So they didn't even have their best player on offense. I mean, that that's that this, this Falcons even just seems weaker and weaker by the week. And part of it just being on the field, being you're going to get beat up more the more out of gas. you're running out of gas. And when your offense doesn't do anything, you're out on the field more, you're more injured. Everybody's getting nicked and banged up at this point. And it seems to be taking a toll on them specifically as their defensive rating just gets worse by the week. So Saints. Much better than Atlanta, according to sideline. We do have to acknowledge the home field advantage, but the Saints should be favored, according to the model, by a decent bet. So minus 110 makes for a strong A-grade pick. And Jake, we talked about it earlier. Kansas City have done a 180 on this defense over the last month. Really love what they've done. Talked about their defense in last week's show. Went with the side rather than the total. We will not make that same, same mistake twice. We're going under 43 in this one. Obviously, the Chiefs are favored. They should be favored. Not going to talk about that, though. Going to focus in on the fact that Las Vegas actually has a pretty decent defense. The Chiefs' offense kind of go in the wrong direction, and we've seen that really all season, that there's just one guy to throw to. You know, uh, the Mahomes to Maauto connection is, is obviously very good, but there's just not a lot else out there. And Las Vegas has a decent enough defense to slow them down. Chiefs defense just impresses me more and more every week. And the Raiders offense, while it has some names there, especially at running back and wide receiver, it, Jacobs might have been a little bit of a one-hit wonder. You know, not probably not quite as good uh, as, as at his best. And we see that a lot with running backs. That's not surprising that they have one incredible year. And then other than that, they're they're still they're not bad. They're just not that good. Devontae Adams getting older. You know, maybe not quite the same guy he was. And, and even if none of that's true, the quarterback situation there is the big issue because a better quarterback is going to make both those guys look better. So is 
the duo of Jacobs and Adams a little bit worse this year than last year? I think so. I think there are reasonable reasons to think that, but it's magnified by the quarterback situation. Las Vegas is going to have a hard time scoring. The Chiefs seem to get in their own way at this point. The penalties, the drops, and again, a pretty good Vegas defense, according to Sideline. And on top of that, the pace, Las Vegas just does not play with any pace at all. They have no urgency whatsoever. The Chiefs haven't had, have kind of been the same way. They've been playing good defense, stopping teams offensively when they've scored. It's taken them a long time. It's been long drives. Not a lot of possessions expected in this game. The flip side of what I just talked about with Atlanta, I think holds true with Las Vegas. Atlanta's defense is constantly in the field. Looks worse and worse. Las Vegas plays so slow. They're keeping their defense off the field a little bit more than they should. Makes them look a little bit better. Keeps them healthier. Keeps them fresher. Right. And so I think a lot of factors are working together here. Model says 37 and a half points on average. are going to go under 43. Would love an under 44. I don't think we're going to see that. The key number here is 41. Make sure you lock in at least under 41 and a half. Right now, ESPN bet has 42 and a half at even money. And a lot of shops are still holding up 43. Not a huge difference between 42 and 43, so find you some good odds there. But this is what I want to get earlier rather than later because the line start, number starting to move down. I don't know how low it goes, but we just want to make sure we get it before it gets to the key number of 41. But honestly, Jake, I would not be surprised if this game is something like 17 to 14 because I just don't know how either team scores. I don't know how there's enough possessions to get that many points. This sets up to be a low-scoring contest. Our favorite total of the weekend right here, Jake. What do you got? Yeah, this might be my favorite play of the weekend with where, where the number's at right now. I, the defenses are very good on either side. The offenses are uh, – because I think even 105 might be high for them right now because yeah. it, it's so easy to game plan what to do, and you're seeing that. And as the Chiefs haven't scored in the second half in forever. Uh, and so it's – I mean, when you've got a guy like Kelsey who's extremely – great tight end but he's not burning the defense so he's not stretching them out whatsoever so they've got so everything's getting compact that makes everything hard to every yard hard to gain uh as i don't think kansas city's got that nasty offense that they've had over the last few years i think they're winning more with defense and using pacheco and nickel and diamond in their way down the field and i think that's what they'll do they'll do that and be, probably beat this las vegas team because they're just a little bit more talented but i don't think they're that much more talented and i think Vegas's defense will really make it tough on them. This is, I think, points are going to be very, very hard to come by in this game. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's very well said by you that the model gives Kansas City a grade of 105, or again, 100 is average. But that seems high based off what we've seen. I think the model is still holding on to obviously, we know Mahomes is good. We know Kelsey's good. We know they've got a decent offensive line. But, you know, there's, there's some sort of synergistic or lack of synergistic effect happening right now that the model on average does well picking up, but, but might be kind of missing here that the lack of other options makes them a little bit easier to stop. And it's almost like we talked about with the Vikings that they didn't really lose a step without Jefferson. And that's not to take anything away from him, but it's the fact that they were relatively easy to game plan when he's by far your best weapon and you don't have anybody stepping up. And it's almost the same thing here with Kansas City that there's something about having a second option to throw the ball to that seemingly matters. We've seen the Texans take take off once Tank Dell has arrived to the show and you've got him and Collins that you have to defend. And it's kind of the, the opposite of that tier. It's just not having a second option has really hindered this team. The the second half stat is wild. The fact they haven't scored a second half touchdown in however many weeks now it is. It, it, it's it's a good enough offense that 
it won't lose them games necessarily, uh, but sometimes it struggles to get them to win games like we saw against the Eagles. But the defense, like you said, is how they're winning. It's how they're keeping them in games. Uh, the defenses should shine. I'm with you. Point should be at a premium. Love this pick here. Again, this is one of those walk, don't run. Just go ahead and get it in. Put those funds aside for Sunday just in case it gets down to something like 40. I still think it goes under 40, but I like that. I, I like being on the right side of 41, knowing it's a key number just in case there's overtime and who knows where shenanigans happen. Cause honestly, the defenses might be more likely to score than the offenses in a game like this. It, it's, it's almost reminding me of jets. It's like the, the, the rich man's jets Raiders game that we saw a few weeks ago. Like the chief's offense is better than that offense and, and the chief's defense is worse, but it's like, but not by as much as you would have thought coming into the season. It's like, it's strangely close and it's, it's not, not, not extremely close, obviously, but it's like, again, it's closer. It sounds like that would have been the dumbest statement in the world at the start of the season. But now it's like, I mean, it's not chiefs are really struggling offensively uh, and, and set up to struggle against another good defense here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild to see that because you've got a guy in Mahomes who is basically putting the ball perfectly on some of these guys and they just can't reel it in. And I don't know how much of that is lack of talent or just the, the psychological aspect of it, like once you drop one, then you drop another. Because like MVS has just had drops follow him all throughout his career, but the rest of the guys, and then Kelsey seems to be doing too much at times, and that there's where that fumble comes out. It's just a, it's a weird situation to see a team with as much talent as Kansas City struggle to score. Yeah, and even if they do put it together and score a little bit, we think I think there's a good chance both teams struggle to score. But even if one scores a little bit, we still got a lot of wiggle room. That's why we love getting it at a number like this because even if the Chiefs put up some points, their defense has played so well, and that Vegas offense can be just a mess. We expect not many points on that side. So we get a great play there. And again, join us on Dub Club for more picks. That's more picks on football, college football, NF, pro football, college football, and college basketball, a lot of great stuff over there. One last time, the promo code and QR code. And again, if you want to just click that link in the show description, any of those will get you $5 off your first month. Jake, parting words before uh, we head out and head a little closer to Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm just, I'm holding this to that standard of last week. All right, we, we're going perfect this week. I mean, we can, we can dream, right? It's been a fantastic season. Uh, I, I mentioned this in one of the college basketball shows that, after like week five or six or whatever, we had a really good week then. And I kind of thought it might just kind of come back down a little bit, but, it, but it hasn't. And so the more it keeps going, it's just, it's been a, it's just been a thrill. I, I really look forward to Sundays now uh, with how well the NFL is done. So hopefully we can keep that rolling here throughout the end of the season. Uh, otherwise though, we will let the music take us out for NFL. We'll see you next week for college. We'll continue to see you each and every day. If we don't see you before Thanksgiving, hopefully it's a good one for you. Mm-hmm.